In Ksuvah's stuff Nun, towards the bottom of Amun Aleph, we have a Gemara that brings a Takona. And we're going to have to grapple with why this has to be a Takona. Be'usha Hiskinu. We've had a bunch of Gemaras now. Be'usha Hiskinu, it sounds like a new din. And L'chairu would be possible to explain this din. Me'ikadina de Gemara, based on the Mishnayis, without a Bazundar Takona. So that's going to be something we're going to have to figure out. What's this Takona? What were they? What were they? Mechadish and Ha'isha shemochro benichse meluk bechay baila umeso abal moitzmiyan alakuchos. Ha'isha that sells nichse meluk. Remember that there's two types of nichosim that come in with a woman to marriage. One is called nichse tzayin barzal. Nichse tzayin barzal means she comes in, let's say, with a herd of sheep, with a house, with a car. No, that'll be more negev bizman azeh. Whatever it is, she comes in with assets, even uh, pillows and dishes, and a chelik of the minig of then, not kimat not a dava today, is that they would make a chesh bin how much what she came in is worth. Lomazogan, she came in with $10,000 worth of metaltolin. And Lomazogan, she came in with another $10,000 of karka to the marriage. That would be, that sum would be incumbent on the husband. It's called in the Mishnahis later on, Aksuba. That means it's, it's written down, it's recorded as a choiv that's mutl on the husband. Now, if she dies first, so the husband is Yerusha, so it's a moot point. He's Yerusha everything from her, including choivis. But, if he dies first, the same way she's goivimonomosayim, which is the subject of the first few prokim in the Mesechta, Mesechas Ksubis, we're going to have Barichus in the next few prokim. She also has a din ksuba to be mighty that sum of money. That means Lamazam, she brought in $10,000 worth of assets for him to work, to invest, etc., etc. So he's Eichel Peris, true. But that amount of money, if it depreciates, it gets worn out, he owes that amount of money. That becomes a chayv that's mutlalim. That's called Nixit Tsoin Barzel. Tsoin Barzel because it's Kavua, it's Avegishtot, it's Barzel. Etched in stone. That that's how much money he owes her. Nixim Malug is different. Nixim Malug is she brings into the marriage a certain amount of things, and he has the schustim imshtamish. He bring, she brings in from her father uh, merchandise, tools, sheep. He has a right to be mishtamish va'ichol perisem. So now, she She brings in taka a field. Field. Been the family of father gave it to her, wrote it over to her as her nadin. I'm only good sight. I'm not talking about 2,000 years ago, but 150 years ago. There would be where in a shidduch, a shver would write over to his daughter, write over as part of the shidduch, a store where you had a, a young woman who could watch the store. The husband would sit for a number of years and learn. And only after she was already metuple with a, with a few children, then he would go into the business. But... By that time, he would already be a, a proper venter. When they married young, that was very often the means of giving them financial independence with some type of cheshbon. So, we have nichse malug. Nichse malug is fully being used by the husband. He has the schus achilas peris. He can use it as an investment. He can do whatever he wants with the, with the soda. Still, the haloch is, what happens if she sells that soda? You have a soda which is hers. Ostensibly, it's hers. Vahariah, when he divorces her, or if he dies, she's yotzer with that field. It belongs to her. But Achilles pays the Teshmishin is completely the husband's. So what happens if she sells it? The halach is, there's a takona susha, 
that what we're talking about is that she died and he wants to yarshin her, but she already sold it bechayov bechayel. She already sold it. Maybe it belongs to lekuchos. No, If he died first, the husband died first, so then the husband never got the gufasoda. So then her mechir is a mechir. We'll have to examine that. Can't she taka sell something that she's not in control of? But let's hold off on that. That's the Takona Kimavur in the Gemara. Taisus right away in the bottom Taisus, Diba Maskal Abal schlops us into a global sugya, the sugya of Kinyan Peres Kikinyan Hagof. The Machloikis of Kinyan Peres Kinyan Hagof is a famous Machloikis in Baba Basu, Davkuf Lamed Vov, it's also in Achoyvul and Baba Kamadav Pevov, it's also in Yevomis Dav Lamed Vov. The Makor Kadmoin for Machloikis of Yechon Shlokish. In this all over Shasin, Gitten Bavabasa Vichule, is a Machloikis Hamoiches Sodeu Leperois. Somebody sells a Soda, but he doesn't sell the Gufa Soda, he sells the Perois of the Soda. I'm holding on to the Gufa, I sold you the Perois. Who's the owner of the field? Rabbi Yechinanama Mevi Vikoire, the one who has Perois, Ruven sold the Perois of the field to Shimon. Shimon is now the proud owner of the Perois. As they grow their Shimons, the Gufa Soda belongs to Ruven. The payroys that grow for Shimon, are they owned by him? Rabbi Yechon says, yes. Maybe the Kari could bring Bikurim. Rashbam explains over there, the Gemara says that uh, in order to bring Bikurim, it has to be yours. Is it called yours? Is it called only that you have the Schusa Peris, so the trees are yours? If you have something, Klape de Tashmishin, you don't own the Gufa Dova, but you own the Tashmishin. Rabbi Yechon says, Kinyin Peris, Kinyin Aguf. Rishlok says, no, maybe ve'en yikoyre, kinyin pez lav ki kinyin aguf domi. Because of that, that klal, the Gemara boys in Yeshnoichlin, something that's more closely related to us, let's say over the case, the case over there is, where a person is koisim nechosov l'bnoi l'acha moisoi. A person wants to avoid hilchas nachos, he has five sons, he wants to give a certain field to one son. So what he does is he writes over the field the Loshna Mishnah is Kaisin the Khazal Vnoi Lachamoisa, but you can't write something Lachamoisa, it's no Akno Lachamoisa. Yerusha kicks in. So obviously what he's doing is he's writing over the Nechosim to his son now. But the way he does is he still wants to live in the field. He's writing this at the age of sixty five. He has another Mitz Hashem twenty, thirty healthy years ahead of him. He wants to use the field. But he doesn't mind not having the Gufasodas. So he writes over the Gufasod and he's Mashayah by himself the Tashmish and the Perois. Today, where this is negated to, is anybody who has to set up a trust fund for tax purposes with older people, sometimes they want to transfer ownership of the house to children for uh, for Medicare purposes. Al-Ghaponim, so this is a Halachalamais Sugya. So, Hakoisim Nechosov Libnoi Lachamois, it's Chal. This is the son sells. What's he selling? The parents belong to the father. So he's selling the field, but that's because you want the apples that grow in the field. He doesn't have a schus to the apples. He owns the gufa field. It's going to become the tashmishin are owned by the father, the son will become the full owner of the field, including being nana from the apples, only after the father dies. Of a dervile, all he owns is the goof. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yechonon, like Kono, like Keach. 
What do you mean? He sold him the Gufa field. That he already owns. No, he doesn't. The way the Rashbam explains it, it doesn't really belong to the son. The owner of the field is the father. So the ownership of the guf, biyad son is enough that the son could be kind of like a moise, but right now he doesn't own anything. Good, that's the machlok, that's the tzushtal, the gemara. Says Taisus by us, and this is a repeated in Taisus, but we can't in your vomus. That l'cha'oira, this takonas usha, is not necessary, according to Rabbi Yechonon. Rabbi Yechonon's kinyi peis kikinyi naguf dami, that the real ownership is the peirois, the husband the whole time owns the field. What would be the havamina that she could sell a field that belongs to the husband? Right now the owner is the husband. So that says the Tava Pasha, that if the wife sells, she's not selling something that belongs to her, she owns the guf. It's like the son selling when he doesn't have any peirois. Says sounds like from the Gemara in Baba Kamadap Pechaz that this Taka Gzeira is said, the Takana is said according to Rishlogish. It's not so far off because this happens to be from the only places in Jazz that we pass like Rishlogish, not like a Birchina, maybe called Gufa. This is a Makar. The Stoma, the Gemara, in this case, sounds like Rishlogish, not like a Birchina. Then Taz says, no. It's talking about a case, a unique case, where there's something here that the goof belongs to the wife and the husband doesn't have Achilles Paris. Zoyse Maris, a husband gifted his wife with something. You have to know, Bismanazer, the husband uses his money, he has a, he's the earner at home, and he uses his wealth to buy a mansion, and the house is listed under their joint ownership. You have to know if that really means he's giving his wife a maton on half the house. What's the umdina? could be it's listed as such, because, uh, normal. so what happens if the marriage breaks up? It's called that he gave her a maton on half the house. It's quite debatable, within the circumstances. Within the income, within the circumstances. Not to go into that, the sugis later on, that deal with this type of thing. But... Uh, in a regular case, a husband gives his wife a matana. Husband buys his wife, his mother buys his wife a car. Buys his wife a, a new car for her birthday. It's listed under her name. It's registered under her name. It's her, it's her car. It's her car. Look at that matana. The din that a bal is not oichel benikse ishtoi. Paris does not go on a matana that he gave her because he gave it to her kiviokel without the right in Paris. And there's a statement tomorrow later on. So that's a case. You have a woman who has uh, something. Lemaisa, the husband does have a schus in the car or in the field or anything that he gives her as matana. What's his schus? Right now he doesn't have a chil's pass. He has a schus that if she dies, he's going to yashin. And because of that, Chazal protected, even though it's not his, it's completely hers. He doesn't have pairs, he certainly doesn't have the goof. He gave it to her. But Chazal protected his future rights as a Yerush and her Nechosim by not allowing her to sell. That's a bazundu takonomy. I think that wouldn't be true. It's completely hers. Why shouldn't she be able to sell? Chazal didn't want to be mafkia this chus Yerusha. Teretz number two in Tesis. Inami, Tesis has a third Teretz, which is Alderze. He wrote her before they got married, before the Nesuin, that his Mesalik himself will see him in Hashem later on in Perek 
the dynamics of the mechanics of how this works. He was kosav law that he has no schus peris in her tash, in her nechosim. Uh, so in that case also he doesn't have peris. That means these two terutzim of Taisus are saying that takonas usha is shayich, even where a husband uh, a husband has no schus tashmishin, no schus peris in nichsei ishtoi. As I stated before, Taisus. Taisus answers the first terutz not that way, but terutz number two and three are clearly indicative that Taisus holds. That it's not because he has the payrois that that's why she can't sell. And this is not like the lotion that Rashi says in Baba Kamadav Peches. It sounds Bufurish in Rashi. The Rashi says that what's the Gede Hatakon? The Gede Hatakon is they were mala the normal schus tashmishin. I'm sorry, they're mala over here by a husband. What normally is the level of ownership when a person owns a gufa neches, they created in a husband for a husband benichse ishtoi, where he has tashmishin, which really the first test of taisus. That that means that according to Rishlokish, the kinyan pays lavke kinyan at guf. Over here, they made a takona. Takona's usha is that a bal benichse ishtoi. You don't have it out to my father and his son. Of a bal benichse ishta, even though he only has chus tashmishin, is considered they made a takana that they made him the full owner as if he has uh, Kenyan aguf. Taisus clearly not that way. Taisus is clearly saying that even in cases where he has before no achilas peris, there's a takana susha. The Rajba argues strongly on Taisus. The Rajba is coming from this svara. Now, the whole swar of Takana Zusha is that they made his Kenyan Paris, Benichse Ishta, into a Kenyan Agov. No, if he doesn't have a Kenyan Paris, there's nothing to talk about. There's no Takana Bechia Agavna. So it's interesting. If you look in Evan Ezer, in Simit Sadik Sifteh, so Isha Shemachim Benichse Melug Arashenises, Ava Bisha Isma Nechosim Shenofla Kodim Shetisaras Abal, Moitzi Paris Miyad Halakuchas Koyimechaya. So, first of all, for starters, the wife sold uh, uh, a neches that's hers. The husband has a schus achila. So we could ask ourselves, maybe the husband, maybe the din that a husband has a peris, maybe only lasts as long as the field is hers. It's not the same thing as, for example, something that's very not similar, but it sounds like the same thing. I own a house and I have a tenant in the basement. I decide to sell the house. So what I want to do now is I want to kick out the tenant. The other guy wants to buy the whole house and he wants to use the basement too. I can't kick out the tenant. The, the fact that he has a schus tashmishin is not just while I own it. I was maknet him. A kinyan's means I was maknet to the tenant the schus tashmishin in the basement. He has that kinyan for the next six months or two years or however long the lease is. The other guy can't throw him out. He has a schus in this neches. We could say that a Baal Benichse Ishto is not like a landlord, that he has a, not like a tenant, that he has a schus, tashmishin, peris, in the Nichse Ishtoi. He has a right to be nene, kolzman, his wife is earning. His wife owns a field, his wife owns a house. There's residual income that's constantly coming in. He has a right to take that income as it comes in, but he doesn't really have a schus. So maybe if she sold it, so that's it. Now it's not hers anymore. He only has a right to take as it's coming in what belongs to her. But she sold it. She sold it 20 years before uh, before the marriage ended. So for those 20 years, the necklace is not his. No. 
state of the first halacha that they don't have a landlord-tenant relationship. He doesn't have a kin. He 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 has a kinyan Paris. So first of all, he's moitzi Paris miyad halakeach kol yemei chayel. But listen how the Rambam says the lashon of Mechaber comes from the Rambam. Avaloi gufa karka. He can be moitzi the Paris, but he can't take away gufa karka. The mesa bechayov moitzi aguf miyad halakuches below domim. If she dies, Takana Susha says that even though she sold the field. The field belongs to him. He's Maitzim Yaral HaKuches. Beloidomim, which is another important point, he doesn't have to pay the Lekech money. We'll discuss later on what the significance of that is. Says Ramon, this comes from the Tur and the Rosh, V'yeshaymim af b'chayeh Maitzim Gufakakim Yaral HaKuches Beloidomim. It's not only when she dies that he could yash and he takes away the field from the Lekech. The field was never sold. He takes the star that was written out to Lekech, he rips it up. He takes the schusa Lekech, and he treats the Kevis Vayan. Her Mechira was not a Mechira period paragraph at all. Sounds like this a Machlech to Mechaber, and there are more here. Says the Avim Lumus of Kotnir Beis, they're arguing Mamish Bidvarim Hanal. If you learn with the Rashi, with the Loshan that we said over from Rashi, that Almur Rabbonon Kinyin Peres Didei Kikinyin Haguf. So then the pshat is, he owns the field. She can't sell a field that belongs to him. The Takana Susha was that it's not his, it's not her field at all. So that's Fashtetsa, then the Rosh is right. They, they took away the field from her, it's his field. She can't sell the husband's field. She can't sell any of his nechassim at will. Mashenki and the Rambam, you'll have to say, the Rambam holds that, the, that they didn't make the field his. The field is Taka, not his. What they did was, is they protected his future rights of Yerushud. And Amnon brings this nusach, B'Shem the Shittim There's a few shtiklach in the Shittim over here, B'Shem the Roh. And others that say this nusach, they protected his future rights of Yerushud. They didn't allow her to completely be mafkir the field from her Rishus. Right now the sale is a sale. But if she dies and it gets in the way, her previous sale 20 years ago gets in the way, way of a mechira of the property, so then they will mevatel the mechira. Now, of course, the million dollar question is, what's the difference? The field, the husband's the one who's using it. He's the one who's being nanny, he's the one that's being like Peres. Who cares if you legally consider the field lekeachs to be given to the lekeach if, uh, if the husband dies first? Or it's not like Hex at all. What's the difference? See, all the Achreinim, all the Naisekel Mishokhan Aruch and the Torah weigh in on this. Let's discuss some of the Turutsim. The Chalchus Machaikik on this halach in Simit Sadik, Sivkot Machov Zayn says, the Nafkimini is, could you call the Lekech somebody who owns Karka? What's the difference if somebody owns Karka or not? He gets a better Aliyah, he gets Revi instead of Chemishi and Shul. Nafkimini is that only a person who owns Karka could write a prosbul. We're not holding a shmita now, but in the Gemara Gittin's Mavur, that when a person has karka, so then he can pass over his chayvis to bezin. It's one of the dinims of but Not everybody owns karka, but everybody writes a prosbul. So what they do is they're makna, a dal by dal of karka, a kitzen. It's called the guy's a landowner. The lekech is a landowner if the field was sold, according to the Ramah. If you hold like the Rosh, and the Tor, and the Ramah, so then the field was never sold. He's not a landowner. No. One nafkimina, mamisha zaitki nafkimina has nothing to do with our halachas per se. The sma is simon reishud beis if you'd give a reishud beis the simon that talks about selling something that's not yours. 
something that you have no bailus on. She sold the field over here that her husband has full usage of. The nafkemina is over here, she sold the field. So we say that Avada, if she dies, the husband yashins the field. Do we say that right now the field's in Gantz and the husband's? Says the Sma, what's the nafkemina of that, like we asked? The nafkemina is what happens right now if the husband wants to develop that property, wants to build on it. Could the lekech be meicha? Lekech could say, listen, I bought the field. I understand Takana Susha protected that if my meicha, i.e. your wife, dies before you, they protected your rights of Yerusha, and I'll have to give the field back to you. But right now the field is mine. I don't want you to develop it. I want you to build on it. Well, the husband says, has right. I know you bought it for my wife, but she has no right to sell. Takana Susha means I'm the owner. They took my king in Paris and they turned it into a king in Aguf. It's mine. It's mine. So the Sma says that about they can't develop. Now there's a Gewalt Kasha, the Meluichen on the bottom and the new Avdim Lum brings down from the Nitziv in Hamik Shailo. Lemaisa, let's say, you know, let's say nobody had complicated things. She never sold the field. She owns a field and the husband develops. Could the wife stop the husband from developing and building on it? About not. So what's the Havamina that when she sells to the Lekech, the Lekech should be stronger than her? We always have a Klaal in Shas. She can't sell her Lekech more than she owns. She can't stop her husband from developing the property. It's a big open field. He doesn't want to plant tomatoes there. He wants to develop. He wants to build. She's going to be Moich she can't. That, that's the Tziv Shalach. It's a devastating taina on the Chelkus Mechaykek. Kimdumani, what you have to say is Mitzad the etzim karka, the wife would be able to stop the husband from developing. Right now he has the schusish tapshus. He can't take away the field kilo by now developing it into a commercial property. Kilo, you're taking away the field. When 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 he when the husband's going to die, the wife takes back her property. Is he doesn't have a right to develop it and kilo undo the property. There's only a din that a wife has a shibud, kiviyachal, but besides the din in the field, it's how the field itself should be able to stop him. But she has a she's meshubed to her husband. The king of Paris is not only a din, it's chal in the field that he has his chustash mission. It's chal on her that she has a personal shibud goof that she has to let her husband make, develop, make money as much as he wants from her nechosim. Mitzadat, she can't prevent him from developing. The Loikeach doesn't have that din. Loikeach has no relationship with the husband. So if the wife sold the field to the Loikeach, the Loikeach only has the din in the field. Whatever's close to the husband has, she, he can't take away. So if you hold that the Loikeach, in the Mechir is Chal, it's just the husband can take it away, like in Yerusha, if his wife died. Okay, but right now, it belongs to Loikeach, Loikeach can't develop it. Lekech doesn't have that personal shibud hishtabdus to the to the wife. Only the wife to the husband. Only the wife has a shibud to the husband. That's the teretz of the sma. Lemaisa will just say over that the Beishmuel and the Chelkas Mukhoikek don't say this. They bring the sma. Sma was written before the Beishmuel and the Chelkas Mukhoikek. The sma is the first 
of the Neusik Kelim on the Arba Chalka Shulchanach. He has that distinction. The first Pirush that was written on any Chalka Shulchanach was the Sma. The Sma was Mamish, Mamish, uh, right after the door of the Ramo and the Marshal. So he's Mamish Tzomot. The Shmuel Chalka somewhat later. 70, 80, 100 years later. So they, 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 they argue on the, uh, the Sma. They say like this. They say that what, what the Sma said is that according to the Rosh, that the Mechir is not Chal at all. What we said it is, is that the husband is the full owner of the field. So Loitu Rosh, what they're saying is, is that the um, if the husband wants to develop, the Lekech could be Meicha. Sorry, Loitu Rosh, the Lekech can't be Meicha if the husband wants to develop the property because it's completely not his. The is not Mechila. Gam Bechayom, Meitzin Miyodai. Zogun Zay, no, even according to Rosh, the Lekech could be Meicha. Why? They tiny, even though we look at it as not being the wife's property, it's the husband's property. Almul Kinyan Peris Didei Kikinyan Aguf. Still, that's only insofar that the husband dies first. I'm sorry, that the wife dies first, the husband's gonna yash from his wife. What happens if the husband taka dies? That's partially that it goes back to the wife. It's only Almul Kinyan Peris, so calls money as a Kinyan Peris. But after he dies, he doesn't have a Kinyan Peris, it doesn't go to his Yoshim. It goes back to her. Now she has the Kinyan Peris, the Kinyan Aguf. Then the Chaddish, that even though now it's totally not hers, it's hers for the time period of later. You can own something, Rabbi Senu teaches us, that you can own something now for later. That means if Reuven is Makne Shimon, a field for the next five years, not Kenya Tashmishan, he's Makne the field, Kenya Lizman, for the next five years, the field now belongs to Shimon for after five years. Why can't the Yid? Why, why does the Yid have to buy back the Chomets from the from the guy after Pesach? Achreinim have a have a have a shagotai about it. Why not just sell the guy the Chomets lizman, and the second after Yom Tif, you never sold the Chomets. The shaila is: Are you over Balyurah owning Chomets of next week? Good. I'm just pointing out uh, one application of this idea. So they tell you that she owns the field. For La Chazman. So Melo, she could sell it. So Melo, because he owns, he owns the field, Klape, after the husband's gonna die. If he's gonna die before the wife. So Melo, he could be Meichel. Good. Not that way. Whether, whether the husband really owns it, or he only has that the wife can't sell it. The Chaznish says, there's other, like we pointed out before, the Gavi Prusbul. Taisus Simsachim says that if a person is a landowner, then he's mechuyiv in aliyah leregel. The pasuk of aliyah leregel mentions owning karkenayit swap. So chiddush of Taisus, if you don't own karkenayit swap, you're not mechuyiv in aliyah leregel. Okay, that'll be enough kemina. What else can um, can the lekeach give it to somebody else and be makdim metaltman agav karka? The Kenyan Agav. So if a person has metalton spread out and he wants to give it over and there's no way to practically give it over, there's no way to do Mashiach on him, because it's not going to be So the way to be Makna, we do this by Mechiris Chavitz, is to sell all the Chavitz, let's say, to the guy, the guy sitting in the Rav's house. He's not going to make Mashiach in everybody's house. So one of the Kenyan that's used is Kenyan Agav. So let's say the Lekech wants to use this piece of land that he bought from the wife. Does he own it? Does he not own it? Okay, it's another Nafkimina. Zaitigan Nafkiminas. The Beishmuel, in, on this halach, in Simit Tzadik, says another nafkimina. The nafkimina is, the Lekech bought it. 
If he bought it, so he paid for it. Okay. What happens if he said Lekech didn't buy it? Lekech should be able to get the money back, right? See, the Mechamba just speaks out Legabi the money that the husband could be Moitzi when the wife dies. The husband's Moitzi Miyara Lekuch is below Domim. He doesn't have to pay Domim to the Lekech. But could Lekech get his money back from the Isha? That's Lekech telling this. As I stated in Bishmo. The Bach in the same sin Sadiq says something else. He says, in Afkimina, you have a piece of land. He says, he brings you a shayim. It's not like Surah It's not our Indian. If somebody has a, a big field, and there's a corner of the field, and somebody was trespassing and dropped his wallet. Let's say, any, any chayfits, which would become hefker, in Hulchus Aveda. Who's koiner the Aveda bekinye chotzer? There's, there's a whole schmooze, again, if Reuven rents a property to Shimon, Shimon right now has full usage of the property. But let's say it's a big property, it's a big sprawling property, and there's one corner of the property which is not being used by Shimon. It's like totally under the trees in the backyard. It can be like, yeah. So you have a backyard, two backyards uh, back to back, and uh, there's, there's, there's some, a guy was working in the other backyard, they left their tools in... Uh, they're working in the backyard on the other side of the street, and they left their tools in this corner of the of the yard. The house is being used by Shimon, but he's not using the back corner in the mud behind the tree in the back of the property. He, he never even saw that. He never walked there. He's renting the house for two, three, ten years. He never lived there. The Rambam holds that then that corner of the chotzer of the backyard is kind of bikini chotzer for ruin for the owner of the property. Chiddush Rabbids argues. He says, like that, he says, the shadow is, who's the owner of the Mitzvah that fell in over here? Is the owner the husband? Because he's completely the owner. That was the Takana. Or the Takana is, no, the Takana is the Lekech, bought it. But it's, Hilch Sirusha, the husband's going to yash. But right now it belongs to the Lekech, so he's kind of, Bikini Chotza. The Bach says, another Nafkimina, Dina de Bar Metzvah. We know there's a locha that somebody's selling a property and there's somebody right next door that would want to buy it. You have to give, First rights to the Bametzo. Who's the Bametzo over here? Another Nafkimina. Another Nafkimina is in the Sefer HaKovitz. The Sefer HaKovitz that's printed up in the back of the Rambam. It's a Pirush on the Rambam. So one of the Kadmoni Achroinim. And he explains that there's a, 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 a Nafkimina, there's got to be a big sugya. It's a whole sugya. When you have, we'll, we'll meet up with it later in the Mesechta, when you have a property, you have a husband and wife, Nebuch, both died. And they died mamish in close proximity. You could have it, a plane crash, a car crash. They're both never dead. The shells who died first? What's an afkimina? In Hilchis Yerusha, if the wife died first, if she has, if she independently owns a bank account, a property, whatever it is, her husband yashened her. And now when she dies, her husband yashened her. As soon as the husband dies, the nechosim that were owned by her 30 seconds ago, already passed to his Yarshim, it could be the husband's second cousin, once removed. You have property that was in her family for generations, and now in an Eugenblick, in a second, in a minute, it belongs to her husband that she just married last month's second cousin. But if the husband died first, so then he never yashed his wife, so her Nechosim stay in her family. Let's see, have a Sophic. Nechosim becheskas mishpachta. Whole sugi of Abbas, we'll have it later on in Ksubis as well. The nechosim that are huchsak b'mishpachta stay there. The nechosim that are huchsak b'mishpachtoi stay over there. 
So what happens to the husband and wife over here we just said? If the wife dies first, the husband yashins this field, takana If the husband dies first, it stays by the wife. What happens if you have a sophic? Who's the, the, the karka becheskas mitzad mishpacha? Do we see the, the husband as the owner? It's becheskas mishpachtoi. Or do we see be'etzim? It's by the lekech. The lekech owns it. But in a case of Yerusha, the husband's gonna yash from his wife. But be'etzim, it's by the lekech. So maybe that would make a becheskas kilu by the wife because of that. That'll be the nafkamina. Let's just add one point. We, we, we mentioned this betoich advarim in what we said is the smazdaret is that it's mavur that the wife definitely has a schus to sell the property, even if we look at it as the husband's, she definitely has a right to sell it if the end result of their marriage is, is that he dies first. That means even if we look at it right now, that's not her property, but it's hers if the husband dies first. So, at, for that zman la'achem moisoi, we look at it as hers, and she could sell it klape that. It might not be a mechir for now, but it could be a mechir klape that. Tavdim luim, grada muches on this. It, says, uh, it brings it from the Yerushalmi that she could sell. Shalos, what do you mean? Takon Azusha says, you see it as the, the husband's total property. How could you sell? So the, the Agdara has to be like we just said. It's not hers now, but it's hers already today, for the Zman Likishe Yomus by the Salmonor in his Garsha. What's interesting is that the Abim Luim in Sifkot Yud Gimel talking about this raid brings something else. We mentioned the Gemara Baba Basu where the Gemara says that a father was makna to his son in a property and he's holding on to the king of Pesach, he's makna his son in king in Aguf. The son will only have the Tashmish and Lacha Moisoad. Problem is the son sold the property. What did he sell? He sold the gufat of it, that he owns already. And the problem was that it was Mesa ben Bechayav, and we had a shah, right after Shah Dukhman, Rabbi Akhan Shlogish, had a look at the Mechiru. What happens in another case? What happens in a case where Mesa Av taka? Is the son's sale a sale? If you say, Kinya pays love, Kinya Nagov, if Kinya pays Kinya Nagov, so the son right now didn't own anything. It's like the wife, Kosman, her husband has, Takona Susha, he has the Kinya Nagov. So what happens if the father had the the Kinyi Tashmishin, had the Kinyi Pes, the son right now doesn't own anything. So if his father died, L'chur the Mechiru wasn't valid. Shtet Klov that the son could sell. So Teisvis in Yevomis says the vort the way we said it. Teisvis says that the Ben could sell Klape that time. The, the son could sell now the property that if the father dies, Haloid, the son already owns now that when the father dies in the father's Kinyi Tashmishnah's bottle, the son will have the Kinyan Haguf. So he could sell that now. He could sell the Kinyan Haguf of after Ptiras Ovev, Lachamev Esim, he could sell that now. Mamish, the way we said that the wife could sell, it's the same word. Davnum doesn't go with that. Davnum, when he's talking about the Isha selling, Psloi Nichale, to say, he doesn't speak it out, but he brings other Rishonim, Arimagashul Ramad, they say something else. Listen to what the Rimagash says. Rimagash is Psanayavot. It's really Negei and Baba Bas. It's not Negei here. But the, the Rimagash is Gavald Gechidish. He says that when the son has the Kenyan Haguf today, if ultimately he will get the Kenyan Paris, that means if the father Taka dies before him, and he ashes from the father, and he's going to have the Kenyan Paris, 
Turns out that his Kenyan Haguf Bechai Oviv Lemafreya blibes a Kenyan Haguf. It needs a major explanation. What's the Pshat there? Right now, the father has the Teshmish and the son has the Guf. It's conditional. If the father ends up outliving the son, then the son's Kenyan Haguf is never worth anything. But if he ends up getting a Kenyan Paris that vindicates his Kenyan Haguf Lemafreya, and that becomes the, the Ikebailus. Now, says, Lafi that, I understand how the son could sell Bechai Ovev. Because Be'etzim, if he yashins from his father, so then he always had it. Episloi nichalei, to say the way we just said it. Taisin Yavomah says what we said. Timdumani, that, Legabi, a father and a son, Davun would be masculine. The reason why he doesn't say Legabi Isha is because, even if a father and a son, you could say that the son has now the field la'achazman, even though he doesn't have a kinyan tashmisha now, he doesn't have a shnapshus, but his owning of the guf is considered, he has the guf of now, and he has the guf with the pairs, he has the real ownership on la'achazman. You could say that a father and son, father and son have no shiva to each other, or any other two business people. But a wife and a husband, we said before, besides for the, what the property is owned, the property is owned right now by the husband. The wife is has a shibur haguf to shtaltsu to her husband. On that, you can't say kimdumani, kemizogin, that a wife doesn't have a schuz to be considered that she already has, that when her husband dies, she'll have the field she could sell that now. To be agents in something that the husband has a shibur right now. So since the husband has it now, she's completely mishubit. She doesn't have now at all on the period of la'acha moisoy. So then, packet frekzik to shala. How could she? How could she sell it? How could she sell it? The husband owns it. How could she sell it? So the Amnulum is only nichalate to say that mahalach of the rimigash. That enechramish now she doesn't own, but if later on the husband dies first, it turns out that lemafreya she had the whole time. The Fidim Imigash, that's how he says, that's how he could sell it. So Chiddush, but Lachar, that's what comes out in the Cheshmat arm. So this is important raid, and a lot of these Yisraelites are going to chazen themselves over, over and over again, over the next 20, 30 blot, while we're learning these in Yonim, of Schusia Baal Benichse Yishtay.